0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Allison. I'm Russell Howe. And this is Troy by Chance, where we talk about all things movies, television, streaming, news, all that good stuff. And welcome to the final installment of this year's movie, March. Uh, this, is the, this, the, uh, you know, this is the show, the series, where we come and look at, of course, the all the films of a certain series of films. And this year, we got to look at the Jurassic Park franchise. So, naturally, we are closing on Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We, we oh. have so much to say about. Oh yes, uh, but before that, uh, we have to get into some other topics. Uh, first of which is the wonderful world of sports. First, thing we're going to talk about let's talk about the NCAA tournament because we now officially have our final four. Uh, Duke is continuing uh, Coach K's last ride extremely well. Uh, they they advanced to the final four, uh, beating out uh, Cinderella story Saint P- Saint Peter's. Again, who the hell is that? But you know what, you made you made Elite Eight. Good job. <laughs> not a school, yeah, not a lot of schools make it that far, especially one in, in your case. Uh, so, final four we got are Villanova, Kansas, North Carolina, and Duke. Uh, now, now, who do, you got, who do you got North Carolina versus Duke? like Duke has been, I've not I've not been that overly impressed with Duke's wins. No, I mean they've they've just won the games. I mean they haven't really
1: dominated. Um... North Carolina, I don't think's that good either. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go with Duke just because. Um, yeah, I think they're probably just gonna continue this. I would imagine. I, I don't know.
0: It, it would be nice to see Coach K win win a finals in his last year. But yeah, I'm also going, I'm also going Duke. Uh, and other, on the other side, you got Villanova versus Kansas. Kansas seems like the odds-on favorites. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think I think Villanova has the potential for an upset here. No, nah, I'm gonna
1: go with the Rock Chalk Jayhawks. Um, they've been playing I mean they've been playing great. Um, even that game they scuffled with Miami, kept them in the game for a while, they ended up blowing them out. Um, Kansas is just They look uh, rock solid
0: though. They look rock solid. They, I'm not sure.
1: They are. And I had in, in my bracket, I mean I, I did have them going to the finals against Gonzaga. So uh, I like to just see one of my teams that I picked fucking get represented, so I'm gonna go with Kansas.
0: I fully, I fully gave up my bracket. I gave up. Just, nope. It didn't matter. Anyone. Uh, I,
1: I, I yeah, did, by I, the way, call the uh, final four for the women's. How about that one? I know it's easy, though, because you usually ride the number one seeds, but Yukon was number two seed. So I had all the ones whoa, and then UConn. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I think my bracket's ranked like 18,000 out of however many there were. I just thought it was kind of cool the you know – I really played the numbers game, you know, the, the higher ranks usually, but it was just kind of cool that all four of them made it, so yeah. I was kind of happy about that.
2: <laughs> all right, so
0: yeah, uh, uh, and uh, let's see, both those games, uh, both Final Four games are set to take place this upcoming Saturday. Uh, definitely going to be an exciting one. Uh, moving on to the World of Football Free Agency, or Football Junk, we, we do have a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, well, not a lot, just a, a couple things. First of all, I got some, got some uh, new deals and re-signings, first of which... Uh, Patrick Peterson, cornerback, uh, uh, most likely future Hall of Famer. Patrick Peterson has uh, signed a one-year deal to return to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I'm not sure he's the answer in the secondary, but he's, he's a nice good number two corner to have. They're probably going to let the draft a corner in the, in the first round of the draft. They need defensive help badly.
1: Yeah, that defense is really struggling. Uh, one
0: player's not going to be able to do the whole entire lifting, but,
1: uh, I mean, it's still, you lock up a good player for at least a year. year. I mean, I mean, you still got to build around it.
0: Yes, and Andy Dalton has uh, signed a one-year deal with the New Orleans Saints to compete for a starting job with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill.
1: The new modern-day Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, I like it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> don't, don't bring, do bring Fitz magic down to that level.
1: I'm just saying, just all the teams he's played on. I mean, he's he's really starting to go to this carousel of uh, football around. teams.
0: He's bouncing around.
1: Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a yeah. I don't know it's not a good sign. I mean, he's his days are gone.
0: Oh, they have been gone they've been gone for they've been gone for years. They've been, they've been gone before he left Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, I, it's just it's just not good.
0: Uh, in the realm of your hard if you are a hard knocks fan, this is, new, this is great news for all of us. Uh, hard Knocks has announced the the team that they're going to be following for this summer. They're going to be following the Detroit Lions. Oh, I, uh, I, I, I do I, like those guys. Oh, I, 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 I got I cannot wait to watch the season of hard
2: knocks.
1: I'll actually watch that one. I, I've had zero interest in all the other teams. Uh, they've never done the Niners, obviously, but I wasn't interested in Philly or Dallas or the Raiders. Um, I think how many other teams were fe- featured on there? Uh, well,
0: the Colts were on the in-season hard knocks. Uh,
1: I know the, the Eagles and the Cowboys for sure
0: were on there. Eagles, Cowboys for for sure. Let me see what what is. Were,
1: were the did they do a season
0: with the Buccaneers before Brady? They did. Uh, Ravens, Cowboys, Chiefs, Cowboys again, Bengals, Jets, Dolphins, Bengals again, Falcons, yeah, so Texans, like, Rams, Bucks, Browns again. Uh, oh, sorry, Browns. It's the, the only time they did, they did the Browns. Uh, Raiders, the Rams, and the Chargers, the Cowboys the third time, and then the Colts, which were their in-season hard knocks. <laughs>
1: I want to watch the Niners, damn it. Uh,
0: but yeah, um, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I want to see my own team, my team's on training camp. But I am yeah, excited, man, I'm excited to see uh, an entire season of MCDC in training camp. Because like, I don't know, like, like the, the Detroit Lions players, despite the fact that they lack ability, would run through walls for that man. And I want to see why.
2: Yeah,
1: I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to see the cult in progress, man. I want to see what's going on here.
0: I want, if I don't see a one kneecap get bitten off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pissed off.
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to, I want to see what's, what, how he makes the punch.
0: And <laughs> uh, then in his, uh, uh, we had one big, high-profile player retirement. Uh, veteran safety Malcolm Jenkins has decided to call it a career after 13 seasons. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins spending his entire thirteen years between the Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles uh, won two Super Bowls and three first and three uh, Pro Bowl selections over his career. I mean, g- 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 good way to have it. Just really, really great safety. I mean, sh- he's clearly showing his age towards the end, but still, nonetheless, great player. Gl- gl- glad he glad he got his enough in New Orleans and glad he got his rings to, to go to. Yeah, I
2: mean,
1: you got two. That's more than that's two more than a lot of players. So
0: yeah. Uh, but in another bit of shocking retirement, uh, this actually dropped today. Bruce Arians has elected to retire.
1: Yeah. Really random. I, I had to do a double take when I seen the ESPN, uh, uh, banner go on my phone. I was like, what? Like, I, it's kind of crazy cause they just got Brady back. Like you figure they're going to try to run it again. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, he retired. He's now moving to a front office position feel like they want to take over for GM at some point. Uh, but instead, in his stead, which is, again, another shock, uh, I thought Brian Leffler would, would have taken over for head coach. That's not the case. Uh, defensive coordinator Todd, sorry, offensive coordinator Todd Bowles is the one who's going to be taking over. No, I'm sorry. He is the defensive coordinator. Why why, why I get that switched up? Yeah. Defensive yeah, coordinator yeah. Todd Bowles is going to be taking over as head coach for the 2022 season.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a good – I mean, Bowles is a solid uh, oh, coach, yeah. so I, 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 think, I think they're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I was just shocked, shocked me because it felt like Aaron was like really he was all he was all in, you know, for going for going another run. You got Tom Brady yeah. back, but yeah, no, yeah. It's like you know what? Fuck this. That's, which funny thing, uh, Carolina. He's gonna he's
1: gonna come back. He's gonna unannounce his
0: retirement. You watch. I mean, you can you can do that now. So sure, um, yeah, that's uh, a thing now. Uh, Those worth noting that uh, Carolina Matt Rule is now the longest tenured coach in the NFC South.
1: It's crazy. It's yeah, a lot of a lot of changes, man. It's really crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, biggest news uh, had nothing to do with any player. Had to do with some rule changes. Uh, uh, in response to a lot of controversy to, towards the postseason, uh, the NFL has looked to change the overtime rules for the post for only the postseason. Uh, this is a proposal that came from Indianapolis and I think Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, basically this is, this is going to allow each team at least one possession before going into sudden death yeah uh, I feel's a lot it's got a lot of misreception i mean I think th- like the the fan the fans are gonna love it it's it leans very heavily towards offensive for toward offensive play you ask anybody who's defensive minded they kind of hate it and yeah I understand why. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but if your defense is that good, I mean, they can—they can, they should be able to shut it down.
0: They should—they should be able to, but you know, we'll see. And again, this is only going to be for the for the postseason, so yeah, very very slim chance ever sees implemented. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, regular season still uh, shoot to miss. But what do you think about the the overtime rule change?
1: I mean, I like it. I think we talked about this after the uh, slew of games that were decided. Well, I mean, obviously the uh, Buffalo. Uh, the Buffalo game, I think, was one that really kind yeah, of that, drew that, that home. That
0: was the one that, like, I really, really like, okay, maybe, maybe we need to talk about this.
1: I mean, um, it's just one of those, you know, rules where, yeah, I mean, both both teams get the ball. I think, you know, you know, speaking as a football fan, I think you too. They, like, if it if it helps your team actually get a chance to, uh, you know, have an even playing field going into overtime, I mean, I think it's I think it's a, a no brainer.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll see how we'll see how it plays out when we, when we get to the situation, which we will at some point. Uh, but you know, it's be interesting to see how teams play that, especially you know you can t- a yeah, team that maybe doesn't have the greatest office, but has an, has an excellent defense. So
1: I'm I'm just going to call it ahead of time. You're going to see it this season. Um, so, I just have a feeling that you you roll out this rule. It's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna peak its nose up sometime during this postseason. I'm I'm just going to go out and say that.
0: All right, that's well. That's gonna do it for our wonderful, wonderful world of sports. Now move on to our trailer talk. Got a lot of couple, couple things I'll talk about today. Uh, a couple repeats as well. First repeat we have is the he I said shit. Second trailer this is, not, this is the only one we got since the, Heat. the first one came out like way back when. Uh, for Minions: Riots of Gru. This is the sequel to the 2015 film Minions, which in turn was a prequel to Despicable Me, Me, uh, in which this follows the origins of young Gru as he kind of you know cements himself as you know, a supervillain as a child. Uh, Steve Carell is back, despite the fact that he's a over 50-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> joining him along the way is uh, Taraji B. Hansen, Michelle Yeoh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Lucy Lawless, Dolph Lundgren, Danny Trejo, as, and a you bunch know, of other people who probably should have just gotten, probably should get new agents. Or shit, or maybe not. Maybe let me make page really well. I have no idea. But Russell, what did you think of the trailer for Minions Rise of Gru?
1: Ugh. um did we really use the, Lose Yourself for the uh, song I feel like, like Emin- right?
0: I feel like Eminem like fucking 50, 10 15 years ago would have shot himself at the prospect of one of his songs being used for this trailer
1: I mean it just seems so out of place um yeah it, this doesn't look very very good um we should stop making these movies
0: well, I think it's going to be a big test for like just you know how ready the public is for more people. Me, because if this does well, then uh, look, it's not going to go away. Like, yeah, it's not going to go away. But this is because I'm, I'm curious. am curious if Sing did well, or if Sing Two did well. I should say.
1: I would say yeah. I mean, Sing Two was really good though.
0: Uh yeah, Sing Two made money. Like the thing about Elimination, they make money. But you know, there's people mean me. That's that's their that's their big money maker. Where like, I think. At least two of their movies made made a billion dollars. Minions and Despicable Me three, for sure. I don't know about two. I don't think two did.
1: Despicable Me three three made a billion. It did. Ugh, that was that was like the the shittiest one of the three.
0: Yeah, but so I think uh, it's gonna be a big indicator of like you know, does the audience still care about the Minions and Spickle Me?
1: I'm really hoping no. I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of through all this, you know.
0: I mean I, I mean I, I know you I know you're gonna show up. I know you're gonna buy tickets.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I have, you know, my daughter's probably going to want to watch it, so... But, I mean, regard that doesn't mean that I don't feel a certain way about it, but um, I'm kind of curious with Grin and Man too. so I think that'll be kind of fun, too. I, I'm just over these movies. Yeah, This is,
0: but this is set for release on July 1st, 2022. Uh, next thing we're going to talk about is, this is uh Choose or Die. This is a Netflix movie, and... I, I don't know about you, I got, like... You're saying that movie, uh... Truth or dare. I was thinking that, but then I was also thinking this could be a Saw movie. Yeah. Um,
1: But this movie totally reminded me of uh, Stay Alive. that came out a handful of years ago with Sophia Bush and everybody. Yeah.
0: So basically in this film, a movie that I'm surprised doesn't take place in the 80s. No, this is the the modern day. Yeah. Someone's playing an 80s choose-your-own-adventure game.
1: Yeah, because uh, boredom. I I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. The, so basically, uh, Kayla plays a, an obscure '80s survival computer game in pursuit of an unclaimed hundred thousand dollar prize, which I'm sure they'll still pay out after several decades. Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: if hopefully if the company or whatever didn't go under or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's playing. She's now playing for her life. Uh, also, features uh, Asa Butterfield, who I just—it's weird seeing him as an adult as an adult man. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Eddie Marsan. So, I mean, I think the idea itself is inherently, you know, it's interesting. Problem is, I think that mo- setting in the modern day, I think, is a mistake.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I just got Stay Alive. Did this like kind of? It was like they're in the video game, and I feel like this is what this thing is kind of doing. But it's but instead, it's like a you choose your own adventure, basically your oh. your own scare or whatever. I don't know.
0: Oh yes, yeah, so this looks this looks really. It, I mean, it looks. Like there's some interesting ideas and I'd want to see if it comes all together at some point.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean I'm interested enough to watch it. Let's put it
0: like that. Yeah. Uh but yeah, this is set for Amber. <laughs> I I also feel like he's like the brother of the demon from Truth or Dare. Yeah, probably something like that. That movie is
1: fucking trash that too. Ugh. Horrendous. That was a bad that was probably Blumhouse's worst
0: movie, I think. Potentially, yeah. Uh,
1: see safe to say that. I would I would put that and I would rank right, put Fantasy
0: Island like right behind it. What's funny enough, same guy.
1: So there you have it. He's consistent.
0: Yeah. Consistently poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And it still made money, though. They both still made money. They
0: both still... Well, yeah, I'll give you a budget of a ham sandwich. That's what you get. I better get no. it back. Or turn that bitch into a filet. Uh, I, uh, this movie said for... Uh, but Choose Your said release on April 15th, 2022. Uh, but the big one coming out, and uh big trailer we got in the last couple days... We got, we finally got another trailer for *Top Gun: Maverick*. Uh, this is, of course, the long, long, long-awaited sequel uh, to, to, to Top Gun*. Tom Cruise reprises his role as Pete Maverick Mitchell, uh, which he's called back uh, to Top Gun Academy under orders of his fellow naval, his, his you know, fellow friend, former Top Gun Academy—you uh, know—training member, training member, tra- member students, I should say. Uh, Ice Man Kazansky played once again by Val Kilmer, who's an admiral now. <laughs> uh, yep. In which he has to train a bunch of new recruits. Uh, like I said, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer reprising their roles from the from the first film, also coming along for the ride this time, Miles Teller, who is playing Goose's son, uh, Anthony Edwards from the first film, Jennifer Connelly, John Hamm, Glenn Powell, Ed Harris, among others. Russell, what did oh, you yeah. think of the I trailer? I dug, d- dug it. I
1: dug it. I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie already. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, it, just, it, it gives you a lot more of that action-packed uh, sequences that you knew that there were going to be, but it just gives you a, it, it leaves you wanting more. So, uh, yeah, looking, looking forward to this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I this is one I've been looking forward to for quite some time. <laughs> I was just a little, to little two, bit. Two years ago when it was about to come out. Yeah. But now I feel like it's really coming out now, so... I'm, ra- I'm ready I'm ready for it. I'm excited. And this is set for a release on May 27, 2022. Bet your ass I'm going to be there first day in IMAX. Hell yeah. Uh, next thing, we're, uh, that's going to do it for Trailer Talk. Now we're on, on to Notorious News. I only, only had a couple stories to talk about today. First of which... Uh, Are we not so doing
1: Under the Banner of Heaven?
0: <laughs> Wait, what?
1: Under the Banner of Heaven trailer.
0: Oh, shit. I forgot about that. God damn it. All right. Fun. Scratch. Scratch that. Uh, we do have one more trailer. This is for a series. Oh man, I feel like a blue-collar blue but it's fine. That's fine. Uh, this is for a series under the banner of Heaven. Uh, this is a uh, dr- drama series based on a true story, uh, in which uh, the faith of a Mormon police detective is shaken when investigating the murder of a woman that seems to be involved that well, seems to involve the church in some way, shape, or form. Uh, stars Andrew Garfield in his first major role on television. At least I think I can't I can't, can't recall him being on any, like any major TV show before this. Okay, yeah, not Yeah, he hasn't done anything like like mass. He hasn't had any massive involvement in TV since he started, which is actually actually more impressive than I think about it. Also featured Daisy Edgar Jones and Sam Worthington along along with Wyatt Russell. Uh, Russell, what do you think of the trailer for Under the Banner of Heaven? Can
1: we just talk? How busy is Andrew Garfield? Busy. I mean that's I mean that's a lot. You mean you figure tick tick boom Spider Man, of Tammy Fay this like, dude dude's been putting some work in.
2: Yeah,
1: um, cool. I think it looks good. I do. Uh, it gets me a little bit of curious to uh to to see you know um, I don't know. It, it, apparently, is it based on a on a book too? Like I like feel like everything is. Well, it's
0: based on a true story. Or on a true story. Okay. No, um, no, I'm sorry. No. No. I was, I, no, no, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's well, sorry, based on a book, which in turn yeah. is based on a true story. Oh, okay.
1: So, okay. Um, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to seeing it. You know, Andrew Garfield's been really knocking things out lately. Uh, I always like these murder dramas, uh, murder mysteries, or whatever. Um, I don't know anything about the case, so I like kind of going into that type of stuff completely blind. Um, just, just so I, you know, you could be inter- not entertained, but you know what I mean. You, you, you don't know what the heck's gonna happen. You don't, you know what I mean. So, right. I'm looking forward to it, though.
0: Yeah, this is from the minds of David Mackenzie, who did do uh, *Hell or High Water*, and uh, Dustin Lance Black, who won an Oscar for *Riding Milk*. So, good uh, in uh, good hands. But also, I think it's impressive just like how, just how big FX has got in the past couple years.
1: I mean, huge. I think what Yellowstone really kind of helped.
0: That was on that was on Paramount. Paramount. Paramount so that, no, but that,
1: that wasn't FX. FX didn't that, do.
0: That's not FX now.
1: Ah, damn. Okay. Um Okay then, never mind. Scratch that then. What the, oh FX. Well, FX has always been with like American Horror Story and stuff like that. I know.
0: Yeah, American Horror Story was the one that really got it, but, but since then they've been doing yeah. like, better things. Sons of Anarchy, what we do in the Shadows. Yeah, like they have kind of become like a hub for like cable, cable, cableized uh, premium TV. Like it's like HBO on cable.
1: Yeah, it's like the lo- it's like the uh, closest thing you can get to watching something rated R. Maybe you know what I mean. But but it's still on TV. You know.
0: Yeah, it's kind of wild, just like how like prestige that network network has gotten. looks like look look, just look at how many actors they get for for their projects, how I many like oh, yeah. acclaimed creatives they get for these projects. I think I think it's like incredibly impressive. So, yeah, I'm I'm, def- I'm definitely looking forward to this. Uh, just like you know, I am, a, I am a big Andrew Garfield fan, and this is set to release on uh, set to debut on April twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. Now I move on to notorious <laughs> news. Couple <laughs> stories to talk about today. Uh, first of which is uh, the. News of an IT prequel series. It's announced that HBO, is, HBO Max is going to be doing a prequel series based on the IT story, in which we'll follow the you know, IT monster as it terrorizes the people of Derry for the 27 years, or you know, tw- in periods, 27 years prior to its defeat in IT Chapter 2. Uh, no on whether or not Bill Skarsgård is going to be reprising his role. What do you think of an IT prequel series?
1: I kind of dig it. I think it's kind of uh, smart just because of the fact there are a lot of you know questions that I think any anybody has going into it and in chapter two that really aren't answered or if they are, they're touched upon really like really uh, like real fast and you really don't like really know. Um, it's, it's you kind of want to see the origin of Pennywise. So I think this is actually kind of cool, and hopefully they can make it you know to where it's just like one huge, uh, concise, you know, like series, I guess, or what, you know, or trilogy or whatever, what have you.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think it's a, you know, it's a bit of a give and take because, you know, look, a thing that I think that a lot of form movies fall into the fact that, you know, when you explain the scary thing kind of makes it less scary but at the same time, I think the, the prospect of, you know, it being around for several, for, you know, several, several centuries, you know, coming out and doing its thing every now and then, I think that does run for a lot of interesting possibilities. So I, th- I think you could you could do this. Uh, I think you could you could do, have, you know, do a lot of good things with it. Uh, I'm, I'm curious if any Vanny Machete is gonna be involved with this at all because you know, but like, he's like Warner Brothers guy right now. Yeah. So I'm curious what his what his involvement is gonna be with it. But yeah, I definitely think that's gonna, that's gonna turn out. Uh, we're gonna we're going to uh, <laughs> next we're gonna talk about. We're gonna you know debrief the Oscars, uh, the oh, good, geez. the bad, and the ugly from all from the Oscars. So yeah you want do you uh, want to pinch me or slap me? yeah we'll get, we'll get, we'll get there in a second. Uh, <laughs> so yeah look, yeah so looking over the uh, you know the winners before we, before we get to you know the you know, we get to like the big thing that happened. looking over uh, the winners. Uh, dune was the big winner of the night taking home six awards, the category of visual effects, film editing, cinematography, production design, sound and score uh, like, like we all thought we thought it would get swept it swept technicals much much deserved for that crew yeah I mean I knew I had a feeling and you
1: know that that was going to happen that's why I, I kind of chose different movies just because you know I mean usually movies like that epic movies like that usually going to sweep your sound and visual uh, that really I mean it, it is a surprise but it wasn't a surprise you know what I mean it usually the Oscars, Oscars usually favor heavy those types of films uh
0: yeah uh Quirrell, Quirrell took home best costume I just had to took home makeup and hairstyling um no Time to Die one Best Virtual Song, which does suck, because I do think...
1: I didn't get that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 th- I think there are two significantly better nominees already in Be Alive and Dos Loduguitas. Uh But also, you know, Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda's still not an EGOT. Yeah. Uh, which sucks, but, you know, I, I feel like he'll get, he'll get it eventually. Uh, uh, Riz Ahmed now an Oscar winner due to uh, the long uh, his producing The Long Goodbye short film. So congratulations to him. First... I believe first Muslim actor to win an Oscar for not acting. Or like for producing a short film. Because you know, Mars only won for acting twice, but Yeah. Um Quest Love, now an Oscar winner for directing uh, Summer of Soul. Uh what else we got? Uh International Feature Drive My Car. Uh or Drive My Car, Take the Home in that one. Encanto, one best animated feature. Well deserved right there. Uh, screenplay adapted uh, Sean H- Sean Heater. Uh, I used to say Sean because It sounds more exotic to me. No, Sean Heater <laughs> um, ended up winning that for Coda, which could be a big in- indicator for the rest of the night. Uh, but also Best of Screenplay, Belfast. Kenneth Branagh took home his first Oscar.
1: Rightly so, man.
0: Rightfully so. Well, well deserved. A guy has been an industry vet for a long time. He 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 deserved it. Belfast, great film. So I was, ha- I was happy to see him win.
1: And Gilderoy Lockhart, one of my favorite uh, Harry Potter characters.
0: Uh, Best Supporting Actress, Ariana DeBose, <laughs> ended up taking, taking it home from West Side Story, making Anita the third character in history, from which two uh, two actors have won for playing the same character. Okay, yeah. Uh, Troy Kotzer, one Best Supporting Actor for CODA, making the first deaf actor to win an Oscar for acting. Uh, Jessica Chastain took home her very first Oscar for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, well-deserved. And uh, best actor. Okay, let's, talk. let's 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 preface it this real quick. So, around around the middle of the ceremony, <laughs> around the middle of the ceremony, uh, Chris Rock came out for that best documentary. Uh, he then proceeded to make a joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith saying she was going to be in G I. going to be in G I. Jane too. Yeah, I, like, okay, I mean, that's fine. Um, we can yeah. not see what's coming next because what happened next? Will Smith literally gets up. Walks with Chris Rock, just big smacks, yeah, and goes back and sits down.
1: You're like, okay, yeah, right, nothing, nothing, uh, okay, just, yeah, and
0: we're all just like, wait, a am confused. Is, is that a bit? Is that uh, this plan? And he screams out top of his lungs, and this is like, this was not essentially in the international broadcast. <laughs> he screams out, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth,"
1: and then he even like screams it louder the second time.
0: Yeah. First of all, props to Chris Rock for just taking that and, and still going.
1: Yeah, because other people would have absolutely been—I I don't even know how do you how do you follow that. Uh, yeah. Chris Rock just took it and ran with it. Um, I think so, yeah. he handled the situation as best as he could. So yeah, internet. Internet's
0: been kind of split, surprisingly split on this. So, first of all, here's, here's what I'll say. I, I did talk about this on Twitter. Uh, first of all, do I think I, I think Will Smith is more wrong for smacking Chris Rock than Chris Rock is for making that joke? Yes, it was low. so yes, it was low hanging fruit, and it was it was you know, not not like a super funny joke, but then you know because you know Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith does, uh, she has an autoimmune disorder which does call which has caused alopecia, so that's why she has a shaved head now. Um, but yeah, I think that I I think Will Smith Will Smith shouldn't have gone up and smacked the guy. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, just, I mean, I think, I think it's like I get I get it. Like emotions are high, but like that just looks incredibly unprofessional.
1: It does, but I think, you know, speaking, I, I don't know, like, because if somebody called out my wife on that, I guess, yeah, but here's the thing that really gets me, um, is the fact that Will Smith is shown laughing at the joke.
0: He was, no, yeah, he was laughing at it. Jane looked yeah. annoyed, but then it was like, he's, I don't know what happened in, like, She the said something. She's like, yeah, you better go take it and shit.
1: You wonder why I cheated on you, or some kind of shit, um, she said something to, that set him off because it was like a complete one hundred and eighty of character that you see seconds yeah. before laughing at the joke. So I um, I I don't know. Um, it's to me, I, I think both are in their fault. Um, Chris Rock, you know, obviously shouldn't have mentioned that. if he knew about it, yeah. um, which well, she, I, I imagine he would have.
0: She's been very public about it and like how like yeah. it, how traumatic experience has been for her. So so I, it, it is something to me. Uh, yeah, but but the thing is, like you know, it, it was over. Chris Rock didn't didn't press charges. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously. So he, like, he, he, he didn't press charge, it didn't, didn't file a police support. Funniest part about it, the whole thing was he went back, sat down, and he still won best actor later that night. Dude, <laughs> like and, an hour yeah. later, he won best actor.
1: Yeah, and then they're talking about like like d- taking it away from him. Like it's like, dude, they clearly voted for him.
0: Yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah that, that, he, that'd be, he won it. That'd be stupid grounds to take away an Oscar.
1: Just because of that, and and, they, and kind of what you I saw, you know, when you posted on Twitter too, it's like they both they both apologized to one another. Let's yeah, just move like, on well, from it. it,
0: it, it I think like, like, like when Chris Rock declined to file charges, just like okay, you know, what? There's a thing where it's like, it's not it's not about the public perception anymore. I mean, it's, it's it's going to be, but like it's it's now a matter between like the two of them. So it's just like yeah. if, whether it's saw, whether it's not, who cares? Because like it's it's like it's not like it's not like it's not a federal thing anymore.
1: But it's their it's their apologies to one another to get through. You know, what I mean, it's yeah, not. So it's like, I mean, obviously, you know, every all these, you know, and then that's what happens. Twitter and Facebook. Everyone's an expert on, you know, uh, smacking people and stuff like that. And who's to blame? And it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's just.
0: I mean, look, they they they, apo- they apologize. It's fine. Bury it. Who cares anymore?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, how, how much of this shit happens outside the doors that we don't see that the shit goes down even even like you know worse. You know, you have Ezra Miller. You know, Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's one of those situations where, yeah, I think both of them are.
0: We'll talk talk about Ezra in a second, but yeah, I think they're uh, both to blame. like you saw, like, like Will Smith speaks like five minutes.
1: Yeah, and then I feel like he kind of un- he undone what he was saying though because of the what just happened before. Well, you know because, what like,
0: I mean? He's talking about, talking about like, I'm calling him on to love me, a vessel of love my people. It was like, dude, you literally just like smacked like cold cocked the guy. Like, I, that's what I was saying. Couple. I'm like,
1: dude, you're a fucking hypocrite right now. Your speech is completely making you look like a fool. You know what I mean? It's like just sit down, accept the Oscar.
0: You see just how much you know winning meant it. Like, like I'm gonna talk about his Oscar win because I was ha- Smack aside, I was happy to see him win. Oh, I was too I, I but I really who, think you someone who ahead. worked who, who like worked you to you know how bad he, how bad he wanted it and like with that speech looked how emotional he was getting it was it was an emotional night for him
1: oh absolutely and I, I think a little bit of that though the 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 change in personality and the change in just his character I think really stems from jada jada yeah I, I really think they have something really toxic going on No, know they they,
0: they they do and it's, it's like it's like the it's like the worst it's one of those like secrets in Hollywood that everyone knows like their marriage is just like not very good.
1: but it's like dude it's like first off you're the breadwinner will like you don't need her yeah, yeah you know yeah,
0: what you, I mean you do not, you do not need you think <laughs> Will Smith doesn't need is Janet Pinkett Smith money
1: no dude and Jada Pinkett I mean great I mean don't get me wrong set it off in some other movies that she she was in I love but um you know, you gotta go. It just, Will Smith doesn't need that though, you know? And to me, it's just like a super toxic relationship that, uh, you know, wouldn't. And then then you, you bring him on uh, TV to, to tell him that you had an affair? Like, what the fuck? Like,
0: yeah. Well, the, I the, don't the, know, man. The, the marriage is open, but it's so weird. It's like the, the order of events Will Smith smacked a guy, won an Oscar, and proceeded to party after. It's just like, damn, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, but, I you, don't but know. you know, you know, what I, did, I did like seeing about Will Smith. You, you know, What's he was that? one of the first people to, to you know to comfort him after the whole thing. Denzel, Denzel, man, yeah, Denzel, our, our man. man, oh yeah. Like, and I, I love seeing, because they cut, they cut Denzel when he when he won, and Denzel looked so happy for him.
1: He did, and he also said that. Um, don't let that. Don't, that when you're on top is when the. Like, they're at gonna, your they're,
0: highest moments is, is when the devil comes for you. When you
1: know? the devil comes for you, and it's true because the the lights are on you now. Is your time if you you know, you, you you mess up or you do something but wrong. I, you know, I, you're. I have you're...
0: watched a lot. I have watched the speech a couple of times because you know I, I did I do like just seeing Will Smith win. And also no, I, I, like, I agree. You know, just, just seeing this is like him like, full like. Emotional, just un emotional on display. I think it's just fascinating to watch. And,
1: well, that and he's juggling with all this stuff, like even with just transpired beforehand, yeah. and what's going on with his, you know, marriage and his open marriage and stuff like that. So he's juggling a lot of that stuff, and then having to uh, compose himself to uh, to give a, a speech for something that he's been eyeing for for how long now. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's I, I I can understand a little bit though.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, you know you know who else, who else uh, helped them during, during commercial break? Oh, Tyler my boy Perry. Bradley Cooper. Uh, and Tyler Perry. But yeah, Bradley Cooper, too. And, well, and, and,
1: t- and, and good old TP, our, our, our dog, TP.
0: Yeah. Um, Love uh, Tyler Perry. Um, things yeah. are still being weighed as to what to do about Will Smith. To talk about suspending suspending him from the academy, expelling him from the academy. Which no fucking way that happens. No, no way. Uh, look, po- look, point is, he's going he, They're not gonna take away his Oscar because if, no he, way. if you listen, if you did a list of heinous things done by by Oscar winners, he might not even crack top like fifty. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, and and plus, you need him next year to present to Best Actress, so which
0: which may uh, or may not happen. I I feel like I feel like if it's, it's very likely that he, he he won't be invited next year,
1: which is bullshit though. I I don't like that call.
0: Yeah, yeah we, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens, but still, you know what, Will Smith, regard regard smack aside, very happy to see him win.
1: Yeah, and we'll smack our hands together and clap for you.
0: <laughs> uh, best director. <laughs> Uh, went to uh, that's what else I was happy to see when Jane Campion, who had already won for screenplay for I believe the Piano, was she, was she the was Piano? She yeah, yeah. Uh, she finally took on Best Director, industry veteran. Very happy for her. Uh, surprisingly, the only nomination, the only thing the Power of the Dog won out of twelve nominations, they took home one Oscar for the whole night.
1: And we can thank one uh, William Bibiani to uh, point out something. This is the first time that that's happened since the graduate. Graduate, yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. A little, uh, little pop, pop, you uh, know, little popcorn trivia for
0: uh, everybody. Be, yeah, because Best Picture ended up going to the little movie that could. Coda, yeah. Coda yeah. took home the big prize, making it the first streaming movie to win best picture which is kind of crazy considering like you look at what Amazon especially Netflix has put in you know all like the prestige directors they get all the big projects all the money they put into camp- the campaigns yeah. they were beat out by Apple TV plus in like one of their first in one of their infancy years
1: yeah but you still got a uh, best director rama so i mean yeah, he's, you're he's, he's not, there's nothing to hang their head about
0: no exactly but still uh, very happy to see coda win and we will actually be talking about Coda on <laughs> our next episode. We're gonna start doing, uh, you know, the best picture one every year. So we. Will I talk- like that, by the way. Be- I do like that idea. Yeah, we will be talking about Coda next week, uh, in in full, on our next episode. Uh, but yeah, overall, the show the show made a lot of puzzling decisions. Just because the thing is, like, okay, because we got to talk about the presentation of the show real quick. Uh, so the whole reason that the eight Oscars or seven or eight categories that were presented off screen or presented off screen was because they want to cut down on time thing is, they still, still ran over time. <laughs> still ran
1: long. Still was three and a half hours plus, right?
0: Yeah, still still went nearly yeah. four hours.
2: But the
1: thing that bothers me is that the people that watch that religiously are people like you and I and other people. You know what I mean? So taking those categories out, you know what I mean? Put them in. We're going to well, be there to watch well, it anyway. Do you know what I mean?
0: I took, I took a look into it, you know, just because, like, you know, they're talking about, like, you know, the Rays are down for the Oscars. Uh now I'm looking I'm looking at the past numbers and r- looking at it. Uh I I didn't realize cause I, I I don't I didn't pay attention to Oscar ratings because it was, it yeah. was a thing that never, never mattered, never mattered to me.
1: So, yeah, cuz like we're going to watch it anyway. I, I
0: was, was going to watch it anyway and, like there's no yeah. fucking way it, get, it gets canceled, so who cares about ratings? The Oscar at one point pulled in like 40 million viewers a night a year. Oh, so. oh,
1: and that was back in what the 90s, I yeah, would imagine, right?
0: Like 90s to 2000s. Yeah. Uh, They were coming off of an an all-time low last year with just under 10 million watching the Oscars. Uh, They did do better this year. They got around 16 million, possibly more. Uh, But, you know, they're still chasing that 40 million viewers, and I honestly don't think they're in a place where that's going to happen.
1: No, no, that's not going to happen anytime soon.
0: I I think they're just chasing after an audience that they've kind of already lost, honestly.
1: Yeah, but I think like kind of like you know what I had said prior. I think it's gonna get those people that are you know that no matter what we're gonna watch it. You know what I mean? You're yeah, gonna have your could, true and true they your should, diehards. They
2: should just focus on keeping the
0: audience. They are right? you know people like us. We're gonna watch no matter what because we love movies and yeah. we love the Oscars. And we want to see who we want to see you know if our favorite, if our favorites win or if they lose or yeah. whatever or whatever have you and you know yeah it's a excite- celebration of film that's why we're there the you know the winner is you know the excitement of people getting their first you know their big moment in the sun like that's that's, that's what we watch we don't watch for skits we don't watch yeah. it for bits we just watch it because we like seeing people get getting known for their work in films. So
1: yeah, yeah, and, and have the fucking orchestra stop fucking playing people off, man. I hate that shit.
0: So did you did you see the fucking Ryuji yeah. Ryuji He's like, you know, I'm not done. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, dude, like that's the thing that pisses me off. It's like these people work so hard in the industry. To get recognized and they're in that moment getting recognized and they have the balls to try to play them off like dude just let them have their moment
0: i, was thinking, was, was five, man. I think the band was scared to try and play him off and it's like uh i don't it's know like, what do what do we do what do we do the, the, the
1: conductors probably like yeah no it's okay don't you're good <laughs> don't, don't play to, i don't want to get hit <laughs> but it's like bullshit dude like I, I hate that like let let them talk and, you know they've earned it like let them talk
0: but yeah, uh, so that's that's good for the Oscars. But yeah, since you, since you did bring it up, let's let's talk let's talk a bit about Ezra Miller. Uh, so yeah, Ezra Miller is back in the news, but <laughs> not for a, not for a good reason. Uh, he's back in the news because two Hawaii residents have filed restraining orders against Ezra for harassing and threatening them. Uh, <laughs> Miller allegedly burst into the bedroom of the, of the petitioners and threatened the victims, saying, "I will bury you and your slut wife." <laughs> I have never it, seen so much. I have never seen so much like anger and like questioning, questionable behavior from such like a like a mild mannered looking dude.
1: Yeah, dude, he doesn't look like he would do that. It's like this dude clearly needs some fucking psychological help. <laughs> he needs yeah, to talk to a counselor he, you know, or some he
0: doesn't shit. Like, dude, not like the kind of who who would do, who would do this kind of thing. So, but you know, no, here's the question, Oppo, because like they they are very very firmly hitch their wagons to, to Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah. He's got Fantastic Beast, uh, Crimes Crimes, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore coming out next month, uh, and he's got uh, the Flash coming out next year. Uh, now those are already shot. We can't do anything about those. But uh, should WB move on from Ezra because this is not the first time he's this is not the first time he's had some controversy on him. Because remember that there no. was that one time where he like choked that woman out in the bar. No, nothing happened. But it just, it was like really yeah. weird. Like what, what is happening?
1: It was like out of character. Yeah. Um, to me, I would think that, I mean, if they don't, I, I would totally, I mean, just because I like continuity and I like, you know, consistency with filming, I, I would give him another one more. Like this would be like literally the, you know, uh, no bullshit, you know, you, you, you mess up, you're gone. Like, you know I mean? This is the end all be all, uh, situation or scenario. You know what I mean? um, Kind of what you said, you know, he's already been involved in a situation. Now you have this. Um, it's it's like how toxic can this person be? You know what I mean? I, I just – it's just it's such a fine line. Um, I, I would hope that they just give him another chance and hopefully they give him like this zero tolerance, like zero, you know, uh, slip up or whatever or you're gone. You know what I mean? Just to kind of have him like really value what he has in his hands that I don't think he really realizes or appreciates, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd I'm, I'm cutting him. Like no. Yeah. I, I I think at this point, like Miller is bad for the brand. Yeah. So I think you I think you need to cut your losses and move on.
1: So he is becoming the TO to the DC universe, is what you're saying?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. No, but um uh, yeah, I whatever we, they do, we, man. I
0: Oh shit. We did forget to mention the one thing about the Oscars. So the Oscars did this did this new thing where they had polls oh like my god they oh. had well, first of all, one was the biggest uh biggest cheers moments or some shit like that
1: i just want to say hell yeah to the justice league
2: though <laughs> yeah
0: the biggest cheer moments and then the fan favorites uh was... so the biggest cheer moments the, the, the top five they go they went as follows it was neo dodging a bullet neo dodging bullets in the matrix uh f uh I, and i'm telling you i'm not going from dream girls n- number 4 three avengers assemble from, the, the avengers assemble, assemble moment from avengers Endgame. uh two was a three spiderman teaming up in spiderman no way home and the number one was the flash entering the speed force
1: where did the matrix randomly come from then they where went from Dreamgirls 99 and from? bounced
0: to like where did dream girls come from
1: where did yeah dream girls like i mean you have so many other moments um yeah and then uh, the
0: number, yeah and then the fan fanf- fanf- films uh for 2021 number five tick tick boom number four spider-man no way home when i saw this i was like oh fuck what's above this number three was minamata this random johnny Depp movie that nobody saw <laughs> number two was the uh camilla cabello starring cinderella and number one was army of the dead <laughs>
1: It's. It was a Zack Snyder poll, dude. I think yeah. the Snyderverse no, like, voted they, for they, that stuff. They
0: turned their polls to Twitter, which is stupid because, like, Twitter is one of the only reasons Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has fans.
1: It's a Snyderverse, dude.
0: I'm telling you. Yeah. So, uh, I just think that's. I think that was. It was ridiculous. It was laughably stupid. But I hope they do it every year because, goddamn, it's funny. It
1: is funny, and I uh, hope. Still, we hope we, that we get a Man of still too. It's just not, put that in. It didn't happen no,
0: Just don't hold your breath, buddy and uh last well, that's gonna be thing, next year's poll <laughs> last thing we are talking about <laughs> last <laughs> thing we're talking about uh today as far as news goes this is a bit of a bit of a sadder story before we move on to you know, fun times again uh Bruce Willis has announced the official retirement from acting yeah. uh Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with i want to make sure I got the disease right uh, uh aphasia, which is a cognitive disorder. It basically means he's going to basically lose his ability to communicate. So yeah, he can't really. Uh, he's not going to be acting anymore. Which, I mean, it, it, if uh, if this, I don't know, if this has been an ongoing thing. I think this has, has been an ongoing thing, which will explain why he's been doing so many movies: one with an earpiece, and two, uh, so many, just so many movies in general, like even straight, like straight to DVD streaming stuff, just because you know, trying to save yeah, money yeah. when you can't act anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, look, as well as um. <laughs> the fact that you did start phoning it in at a certain point, uh when you you did deliver some absolute classics in your heyday. Yeah, I
1: mean the, the Christmas classic Die Hard will always yeah. stand the test of time.
0: Shit, Die Hard, Pulp Fiction, Unbreakable, Sixth Sense. Uh the Last Boy Scout. I like I like that movie. <laughs> uh shit, Looper, which we which we talked about on the show. Uh Twelve Twelve Monkeys, which is which is great, Sin City, which I like a lot this is a guy who just he just constantly just constantly worked and you know what when he was when he was in excuse me when he was in his heyday uh, he showed up and he was always just like his really excellent presence on film so I'm really gonna miss seeing him in movies I, I understand it's health it's you know health issue and it's nice to have him as he was but still I'm, I'm gonna miss seeing him and stuff
1: yeah, all good choices, and uh, definitely somebody that you know we grew up seeing uh, for so long. I mean, you know, obviously, like you you said, in Pulp Fiction, Die Hard, uh, all great films. Uh, definitely a good actor. It's really uh, sad to see uh, this type of uh, disease take a take an actor from us.
0: I'm glad we did get we did get the Bruce Willis for roast before before all this happened. Yeah, that's good to have in the books. Uh, yep. Yeah, Bruce Willis, uh, your work's never gonna be forgotten. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your retirement, buddy. And that's going to do it for uh, Notorious News. We now, move on. we now move on to our movie of the week, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So, yeah, j- uh, like, like I said last week, Jurassic World was a monster hit. Like I think even WB was a, was surprised by how much money this made. Yeah. So naturally, a, se- a sequel was all but inevitable. It was dated about a month later. It was dated for G- for June of twenty twenty 2018 one of the sequels, the sequels dated for uh, Colin Trevorrow, uh, director of the first film was announced to not be returning for this one instead we were getting director of The Orphanage The Impossible uh, J.A. Bayona working on this one which I thought, okay, interesting interesting choice, I, li- I like the guy very good director uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, but then the marketing started and something felt off on this one something felt off on this one from the beginning Yep, wasn't wasn't
1: quite right.
0: Yeah, wasn't quite the marketing wasn't quite where we expected it to be considering the first two films, but you know we were optimistic and despite the fact that this movie did make only made like marginally less than the first one, uh, did not capture audiences or critics in the way the in the way the first Jurassic World did. Yeah. Uh, but so. What is it? Uh, you know, you know. after the you know solid start for the Jurassic World, what is it that this movie does so wrong? Well, there's a lot, actually a lot of answers to that, but you know, only one way to only one way to truly get into it. This is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. So we open with a super secret op in the now abandoned Jurassic World. Uh, <laughs> they are breaking into what's clearly a restricted area. And all these people who are breaking in have no firearms.
1: Yeah, because if you're going to break in somewhere, you don't want to have protection. Uh, break into protection. a
0: restricted place filled with dinosaurs. Nah, eh, we're not going to bring any guns. It's fine. No, don't we're
2: good. Worry. They're not going to harm anybody.
0: Don't worry about it. Uh, so yeah, they are there to basically excavate. Well, not, not excavate, but it's like take remains from the Indominus Rex. I think they assume the Mosasaur di- uh Died because it has been three years since since the first since the first film, so you know the most was probably dead. It's not, makes you wonder what things been eating in in this ca- in this cage for so long. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they what something I do like that they do uh, that Bayona does in this opening and throughout the film in general. I like how he plays with light. Yeah, you know, and what I, what I mean by that is there's a scene where this one guy who. <laughs> Uh, they're trying to tell they're trying to tell him to come back or doing the Hey Russell. Okay, Russell let me ask you something. If you saw me doing this, what what, what would you assume? What what would you assume I, I mean?
1: Uh you're saying come come here? Exactly. For some yeah.
0: reason this fucker can't figure it out.
1: Yeah, he's like stupid John in Infinite Storm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. But anyway, so yeah. Uh <laughs> What what he does was like you know play like the flashing light world be like completely dark and then you'll see a flash of the T Rex or a flash of dinosaur and he does it throughout the entire film. Yeah, I think it's actually like a really good way to build up some tension to build up some scares. No,
1: I agree, especially this this opening scene here. Yeah,
0: but anyway, yeah the the T the T the T Rex shows up and despite the fact that he that she could kill with a jeep in the first film. Could, but couldn't catch up. With, couldn't she kept up with the team in the first film. Couldn't catch a crowd of people in the second film. Now she can't catch one dude. Um,
1: it could be muscle atrophy for the three years.
0: Yeah. But anyways, uh, they man they managed to get away. And one of the few actual legitimate laughs in this film. I do th- And yeah, he's like <laughs> he does that thing you know, in the adventure movies where he's like, ha 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 ha. And then <laughs> as he's
1: hanging on the ladder, because he like he's he's safe, right?
0: Yeah, but you but you see the you see the mosasaur jump out and just like chomp the dude up.
1: They take all hope from you in that one split second, which I mean it is kind of funny
0: though. It, it is kind of funny. Uh, big bu- but but uh, a big problem. Uh, they 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 were not able to close the mosasaurus cage, so that thing is now out. Yep. And you wonder, oh shit, that's got some serious implications. Wonder what's gonna happen. Keep wondering.
1: Yeah, because uh, that yeah.
0: thing that <laughs> that thing never comes back. Uh, well, yeah, it, we never did, get
1: we, we never get back to it.
0: Okay, well it does come back, but just
1: <laughs> but it, it takes a while. yeah. It
0: it, it, it it takes damn near the whole runtime of the film. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, we uh, uh we cut we cut to news. Like I said, been three years since Jurassic World, and it turns out. Uh, that, that the volcano on Isla Nublar is active and going to explode. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say that again. Uh, two bil- not one, but two billionaires built this dinosaur theme park on an island with an active volcano.
1: Because that's smart, right, guys?
0: Yeah. you, you, you think they would have checked that. <laughs> Sparing no expense yeah. and all that.
1: <laughs> yeah, or just build it somewhere else? How about that?
0: But anyways, Congress is debating – yeah, so the the volcano is about to go off. It's about to take out all the dinosaurs, and Congress is debating whether or not they should go and save them.
1: Which is – this is just so stupid.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) What's even more stupid is the fact that uh, debating on, you know, advocating for us, you know, not saving the dinosaurs, Ian Malcolm is back. What? Now this was a big announcement. It was a it was a big news that Jeff Goldblum was coming back for this movie. we were just like, oh yeah, we're gonna see Ian Malcolm take on dinosaurs again. Nope.
1: Uh, probably not.
0: Nope. Nope. He is only in the courtroom scenes.
1: Yeah, opening and ending.
0: Yeah, that's yep. it. That's all we got from Jeff Goldblum.
1: Yep. Enjoy.
0: Yeah. Like again, guy who takes up like a third of the trailer, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Well, they were trying to get asses and seats. Oh my God, it's, it's it's Goldblum, yeah. And it worked. Yeah,
0: yeah. But anyway, we cut to our you know the, our real main character of the film, Claire, played once again by Bryce Dallas Howard, who is now working with a project, uh, to you know, th- now working with a project to save the dinosaurs. on a new bar conservation effort effort, because yeah, after running a park <laughs> after running a park, that nearly killed a bunch of people. Not nearly did kill a bunch of people.
1: Well, let's advocate for him. Uh, she
0: now is like very, very into keeping these things alive.
1: Yeah, for uh, that nobody would do.
0: This is this is one of the bi- the biggest faults of this film. I mean, yeah, character was a problem in the first film, but at least there was some consistency here. Uh, uh, there was some consistency there in the first in the first one. This yeah. one, she, she and Chris Pratt, which we'll get to in a second. She feels like a completely different character.
2: Yeah,
1: like I feel like this movie is like a piece of Swiss cheese. There's so many holes in it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, her character's completely changed. Uh, even Pratt's has changed up a little bit, too. Yeah, it's...
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I don't... Yeah, like, it, this doesn't even feel like the same person from the first film.
1: No, and less feet, too, in this one, guys.
0: And less and less heels.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Tarant- Tarantino gave, gave up his director of photography.
1: Yes, he was like, you know what? We've seen enough feet. Uh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, well, Congress has made a ruling. They elected to not save the dinosaurs, and you know, they'll let nature take its course. Uh, meanwhile, but meanwhile, there is another alternative solution to this whole thing. Uh, Claire is called to the estate of a mysterious billionaire. Like you're like, okay, who who is this guy? And they got a picture of John Hammond in in their house. And in case you forgot who that was, the movie story, the movie spells it out for you. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, I really need a reminder of who John Hammond was.
1: Especially if you're sitting, I mean, if you're sitting in a theater, I mean, this is the fifth movie in the franchise. You know who he is by now.
0: Yeah. This, this is this is Eli Mills, played by Rafe Spall. Someone who's taking over Lockwood Estates. estate. So, the house that, the, that she's at right now belongs to Benjamin Lockwood. Uh, who, is Benjamin Lockwood, of course, John Hammond's partner.
2: Yeah,
1: the guy they talked about uh, never.
0: Yeah, you no, know, no, John, <laughs> ha- John Hammond's super close friend and partner, who we're just now hearing about.
1: Yeah, uh. such a such a strong friendship. It took uh, four other movies till we finally hear about this guy.
0: <sighs> yeah, so they, so yeah, they have another island which they want to take the dinosaurs to, so, can, so they can live out their days in peace.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, Benjamin Lockwood, played by James Cromwell. Great actor. Great act. Great fucking actor. Deserves, oh yeah, deserves much better than this
2: movie.
1: Yeah, I would. I'd rather watch Babe Pig in Seven. The
0: city. Oh, Babe <laughs> in the City than this shit. But I was also going to say Babe looks like really good. Um, but yeah. So anyway, they're deploying a mission to go and save as many dinosaur, dinosaurs as they can, because uh, they have about like I think they have about eleven, eleven different species. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but they, but there is a special interest in Blue the Velociraptor because she is oh, potentially cool. the second most intelligent animal on the face of the planet. Of course. Uh, so, of course, they need an expert. Well, who could that be? <laughs> Cue animal-loving Navy guy Chris Pratt. Owen oh. is re- Owen has returned. Okay, that guy. And you know, you you think, oh, okay, it should be easy. You know, they were together after the first film, so you know, just go home, ask me wants want to come help. Nope. Uh, again this is up. like
1: no no continuity
0: yeah this yeah this there's a thing where like you know i was thinking i was thinking ghostbusters 2 you know like where they, where they break up the couple just to have them get back together again yeah
2: yeah it's, yeah.
0: Just, it's just such it's just and, well, this thing happened of sequels it's just such a pointless thing
1: I mean, why build why build it in the first one to undo it, then just redo it again? I mean, I think it, they did it well in the first one. Let's just keep it rolling, you know?
0: Yeah, just waste time. About actually like building their chemistry because now you got to do yeah. it all over again.
1: Yeah, because I mean, they're they're mad at each other because insert random uh, reasoning here, like so stupid.
0: But yeah, like I, yeah, but like I said, you know, you know, in the first film where he was, you know, he was more, more like you know, serious business action, you know, action. Navy Seal, Navy Seal, stern hero type guy who you know cared first and foremost about the animals. Well, when he gets an opportunity to say to you know save the save the animal he basically grew up who basically you know raised from birth. Yeah. He to he says, ask her.
1: Yeah, it's like, dude, that that's not your character at yeah, all.
0: No, hell, hell, if you switched these two, it would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, he, yeah. So Owen Owen goes home. <laughs> uh, he watches some old footage of him training Blue, and's like, you know what? Yeah, all right, I'll go save her.
1: I mean, which you, I mean, which we obviously knew was going to happen. Like, waste of time, like you said, just just wasting time.
0: We also get int- intro to the side characters, which may be, I think the worst part of the film. Franklin. Played by Justice Smith, who, frankly, in my opinion, is the worst part of this film.
1: I, I would, I would say that one too. I'd, I'll go ahead and say that.
0: Enzia, uh, played by uh, Danielle Pineda. Uh, just, like, they're just, they're just so, frankly, especially so annoying.
1: She's better though. I think she's more tolerable.
0: She's fine, but she has like a little no reason to be here. We'll get, we'll get to why in a second. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Lockwood estate, we get our first big scare of the movie. Oh. Which it doesn't make any sense because like it takes place in this like museum. It's like it's playing like is one of these things supposed to come to life or Yeah. Uh yeah. This is this is the standard issue Jurassic Park child number five, Maisie. Played by who the hell is this? Isabella Sermon.
1: Yep, that girl.
0: Uh she is Lockwood's granddaughter. (laughs) Well, cut back to the island because that's that's literally as far as the scene goes.
1: We'll talk about it later. It's another shit. Oh, it's just, uh, just a choice in this stuff, man. Oh, I
2: can't.
0: Yeah, they're, Oh, Because i oh, Russell. <laughs> Get a load of this. <laughs> because we're, they're about to do something like that. No Jurassic Park has done before. What would that be? Going to an abandoned island full of dinosaurs. we have never seen what? that before.
1: This is a this is a new this is a new thing. I've never seen it before.
0: <sighs> yeah. We then meet the lead mercenary on this job, Ken Wheatley, played by Ted Levine.
1: He's always an he's always an asshole.
0: Always an asshole in everything he's in. he says.
1: He's so consistent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they they uh, so yeah they get to the remains of the park. We get our beautifully whimsical dinosaur moment with uh, I don't know brontosaurus because yeah, yeah. that's the, I mean it was cute it's cute though but because yeah because that's because you know that's the only dinosaur they can make a beautiful whimsical moment out of. I mean,
1: yeah, and they don't even, and, and did you notice that they didn't even really go back to the callback of the uh, original score at all in this film?
0: No, they they, 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 they're like, you know what, no, we're not doing it, we're not doing it.
1: Let's make this thing completely feel like a completely separate entity.
0: Yeah. Um, but then we can, like, like I said, Zia has no reason to be here because she is a dino veterinarian. When she sees the yeah. Montasaurus, she says out loud, I never thought I'd see one in real life. Why the fuck but- did you bring her?
1: Yeah, and then on top of it, why are you a veterinarian of a dino?
0: Yeah, like she's you're a dino supposed to work
1: with them, they, aren't
0: you? She's a dino veterinarian who's never seen a dinosaur. Like, was there no other dino veterinarians who actually worked at the park you could have brought along?
1: I just need to go get my plastic doctor's kit <laughs> from when I was little, and I could be a doctor too, you know.
2: Uh,
0: but anyways, they get they get to the control center, so they can use the tra- they use the tracking device to find Blue and you know the others.
1: So wait, all, all the electric and everything work there?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know who's been paying these bills for the, for the past for the past three years.
1: Okay, I'm just making sure, I just want to make sure everything's gone right.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know who's been paying the bills here the past three years, but then I got about pointing it, why should I?
1: A generous benefactor.
0: But anyways, they they, they find Blue, uh, but the mercenaries sh- uh, shoot off too early before Owen oh, gave the signal. What? Uh, kind of crazy because Raptor can spell like can smell like a mile away. Why she didn't realize there were other people around?
1: Well, then it's funny because I mean we'll talk about this later, but it's also funny that Blue doesn't have any like vendetta against Owen because like sh- like Blue's watching Owen as this is going on and not you know what I mean? Yeah. Not connecting the pieces that you know what I mean are not associating Owen as evil or bad. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but anyway, so uh, they yeah, so they tranquilize Blue. She also gets shot, uh, which yeah, <laughs> yeah, not good.
2: Uh, uh, but, yeah, uh,
0: but then Wheatley takes the tranquilizer, which is powerful enough to knock out a dinosaur. Uh, shoots uh, shoots Owen, ol- only knocks him out. Surprisingly, doesn't kill him.
1: Just for ten minutes until lava comes near you, and then you wake up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in a second. That's all. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, they don't, they don't end up shooting Zia because they need her to save they need her to save Blue because yeah this is the person this is exactly the person I trust I trust to save a dinosaur's life someone who's never seen him before
1: well this is her only reason she's here
0: yeah uh, so, but uh, but yeah like you said the lo- the volcano has erupted and it's starting to blow
1: so technically Owen should be dead.
0: Well, yeah. Owen should be dead because he's, he's paralyzed. He's got to, like out-paralyzed his body to get away from the lava. But thing, thing is, he's like six inches away from it. And the
1: and the dinosaur's still out, by the way. Like the dinosaur stays to sleep for a long time.
0: Yeah, dinosaur is still out, but but but, oh, like, o,
1: but Owen somehow, man, I don't up, know.
0: Gets up in like ten minutes.
1: <laughs> oh like, shit! Impending doom. I better wake up.
0: <laughs> Again, six inches away from lava. In case you didn't know, lava is hot.
1: The floor is lava. The floor is
0: literally lava.
1: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. this, this scene here, man. There's no logic in this fucking scene at all. This
0: is the Mr. Bean shit. Like,
1: there's, there's just no, and like he literally gets like, you see like a spark on his foot, and then he has to like pick his arm up and swing over. And what, what do you think? The, like, the log is gonna save him? Is there gonna be a barrier for the lava?
0: Well, but, uh, the tranquilizer, I guess, I guess, wore off again. Blue still knocked out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, Owen. I think I think it's only, I guess, if you're bigger, it, you you uh, retain
0: it more. I don't know. I, I don't understand that. Uh, yeah, but uh, so also, also uh, Claire and Franklin are trapped in the control center because the mercenaries trapped in there, and at the end, a dinosaur ambushes them. Well, not ambushes them. He manages to sneak in to the compound. I do like the scene where like the lava is trip like trickling down, and you see. Uh, I do too. And you see like the silhouette of the thing.
1: It is a pretty cool, uh, a cool shot. shot.
0: Yeah. And I will, I will give credit. The effects in this film are actually quite good. No, they are. I
1: mean, but it's just the the, the awful, you know, continuity of this film, I think, that really, really makes the movie suffer. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, or lack
1: of continuity, I should say.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Owen catches up with them. Uh, the dinosaurs, of course, are all running for their fucking lives. Uh, they need to get behind something because they don't want to get squished. They get behind one of those old gyro balls.
1: What are the odds that's still there? Yeah, what
0: are the what are the odds that's still here?
1: <laughs> I mean, three years. I mean, th- that ain't gonna be gone or anything, and still work. Come on, oh, no which way. By,
0: which by the way, <laughs> when they forgot to mention, speaking of things that they forgot to forgot to remove, uh, when you go when he to find Blue, like, she fi- they find they finds him at the wreckage of the car from the first film, which is weird because like they removed they removed the wall but left the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lazy, laziness. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, they they hide behind the ball. It manages to work. The dinosaur is just to, to not run over this thing. Mm-mm. Uh, they, uh, they they get, they get him inside, but oh, like one dinosaur just like ambushes them, and Owen just, he just stares at it. Just like, just or he get, could
1: be like actually going into the ball. Yeah,
0: get inside the ball. <laughs> get inside the ball.
1: But no big deal. He can run like pretty much right with it.
0: Well, I mean, he's also interrupted by the T Rex, which. Feels like it was supposed to be his big entrance, but we literally saw it earlier in the film, so this is pointless.
1: Yeah, they kind of ruin that. Uh, oh my god, moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're ro- they're rolling down, and <laughs> they're rolling down, and Owen has to like keep keep up on foot. But let's, let's get into some volcano science really quick. So basically, th- 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 he's being followed by a cloud of that. That's called a pyroclastic flow. First of all, that thing can move at an a- it moves at an average speed of like sixty miles an hour.
1: So there's no way, unless this guy is Ezra Miller, the Flash.
0: Unless, unless, unless you're Ezra Miller, unless you're the Flash or Tom Cruise, you're not outrunning this thing. Oh. Which it, which he doesn't. It catches up to him. Thing is, though, that thing gets hot. That thing can be heated up to a thousand degrees.
1: Oh, it doesn't matter. He He can't die.
0: So yeah, uh, yeah, it will literally like melt the flesh right off his bones. So it's fine. But he jumped, like, okay. But he jumps. He in the water. Uh, if lava touches boiling, if t- if lava touches water, that water gets to boiling temperatures. So like he would like die like a lobster. Yeah. But I will admit, it does make way for a really cool suspenseful scene where they're trying to get out of the gyrosphere.
1: Yeah, I mean it
0: does. Despite the fact that yeah, like, literally nothing about the scene makes any goddamn sense. No. Oh, and oh, manages to get them out, and they see that the dinosaurs are being captured. What? And they're being flown away to a pretty far-off location. So they manage to walk there in a few seconds.
1: <laughs> this is true. <laughs>
0: yeah, as they see, they've been you know hi- <laughs> kidnapping dinosaurs for quite some time, while it, while everything's been out. Um, yeah, it's
1: the uh, it's the underground market for this stuff, of course.
0: We see that Wheatley has gone from a like, full-on Disney cartoon buddy, taking all like, first of all, being all about the money, and taking like trophy, like he should have like Jack's dinosaur teeth.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like, like, like anybody cares? It's, it's so it's, stupid. This like, character's such an asshole. It's
0: also like, dude, volcano, seconds count here.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't give a shit about a tooth. I'm trying to save my life.
0: <laughs> uh, so they have to get back onto the boat, and they're driving this truck. They're driving this truck and try to like, jump onto the ramp as it's taking off. They do it. Nobody fucking notices.
1: Yeah. Um, and on top of it, then she kicks the gear up and it goes even faster. Like, and nobody. Yeah, nobody pays attention. Yeah. They just now made
0: it onto the uh, the ship. Yeah. Not a single person knows this truck flying up, flying out as the boat is taking off. Yeah. And there are pe- And there were people. Like, don't even say like there's nobody on there. There were people in the above walking can- past them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so like. Why is?
1: <laughs> how, how did nobody notice this? And then, then this following scene the, is fucking she, and then stupid. Does,
0: and then she just does the you know, oh, put on a baseball cap. I'm a completely different person.
1: Oh, you're doing a Clark Kent disguise. I got you.
0: Yeah, the Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah, we got the we got the quote unquote sad moment of the movie. There's a just brontosaurus. <sighs> it's fucking <which> awful. <laughs> he comes up here and just like, all right, I'm ready to go. Hey, hey.
1: He's like, wait a minute, He's guys. Going. What the hell? I can't swim.
0: <laughs>
1: and, okay, told, and my thing three, is, three o'clock. my thing is, if you like your di- you know dinosaurs so much, and you're like, you know, why the fuck are you watching this?
0: Yeah, like look, look, look away.
1: Yeah, like I'm not watching this like dinosaur being helpless on an, like, an impending doom with a volcano and dying. Like I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I literally burning to death. you want you want to know something, something like even more, something like <laughs> crazier? That's that's apparently the same Brontosaurus from the original Jurassic Park. Uh,
2: really?
1: Not, you? Got to do you? Got to do them like that? Yeah,
0: it's was, it was, it was, it was like, it like a weird retcon.
1: Like that's so stupid.
0: But anyways, yeah, the island is now the island is now completely destroyed. So look, I'll give them credit for this. They went to great lengths to establish that they cannot do the same thing in the next Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Uh, we then get uh, we then get to the actual plot of the film. Uh. Eli Mills, who yes is now the vi- who is now the villain of the movie, by the yeah, because wasn't wasn't trying to hide it very very well earlier, but yeah, he's now the villain. And he's trying to do some is trying to set up a dinosaur auction. Oh god! Yeah, with Toby Jones, by the way.
1: Another, he plays really good assholes in movies too, though.
0: Yeah, he's coord he's coordinating <laughs> he's coordinating this thing with with uh, Ray. Spall. But the funny thing about it is it it's just it just like I'm here to dinosaur. He's like, you know what? I don't think like, you're wasting my time. I got more important things to do. If I'm to problem I'm just like, really, really, okay. You know, what? like what I'm watching, like, what are you doing that is more important, that is more important or more interesting than this?
1: You're not going to get anybody else that deals what? dinosaurs. What I you, don't understand? What yeah.
0: could you possibly be doing that is more that's more interesting?
2: I have. But anyways, oh, so man. yeah, they,
0: they, they're, they're setting up the auction and they're availing, you know, the, the piece de resistance, if you will. Uh, the whole reason they needed blue specifically is because they're trying to build a new, they're trying to do hybrids once again.
1: Yeah, you know, something that we've never seen before.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they're model, modeling a new hybrid uh, based on the genome of the Indominus Rex and uh, the Velociraptor, calling it the Indoraptor. Which is kind of weird, considering the Interaptor was already part of the Velociraptor.
1: Yeah, I don't understand the name of it.
0: Not to mention, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, why not make a smaller version of the thing that destroyed an entire park that nobody can get to listen?
2: <laughs> uh, oh, the uh.
0: But yeah, uh, we see that James Cr- James Cromwell I'd probably got the easiest paycheck of his life. Look, he literally stays in bed the entire movie. <laughs>
1: I was gonna
0: say, boy didn't even have to get up. He never had to get out of bed.
1: No man, that's a that's an easy gig.
0: Yeah, we see that he cares for his granddaughter after his actual daughter died in a car crash. Uh, now we cut back to the cut back to the actual ship. Uh, Blue's been shot and she is losing a lot of blood, uh, so they need to perform a blood transfusion. But they need blood of a of a predator, something with you know, I think well like like nothing more than three toes. Yeah, so I mean, this should
1: be easy, right? The yeah. I don't know who would be the prime suspect for this.
0: Yeah, there's one on board, so they have to get blood from a T. Rex, which. Oh, okay, that's easy, I, right? Look, I'm not an expert. In, I'm not an expert in dinosaur anatomy, and I don't think Zia is either. But I, I don't think that would work. I mean, shit. If my dog needed a, drug, a blood transplant with blood from a wolf, work.
1: And the other thing is, like, how can you, how could you fill their veins?
0: Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. But also, why, why didn't you, yeah. did you have the mercenaries triangle to get it? Because it seems dangerous.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: I will say, though, the animatronic work, like the effects here are great. The animatronic work on the T-Rex in this particular scene, fantastic. Oh, fantastic.
1: I mean, it's completely lifelike. Uh, it definitely does bring the uh, suspense uh, up a couple notches, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, they managed to t- manage to get the blood and get out without getting eaten by the T. Rex. <laughs> uh, and we also see that back at the <laughs> back at the dinosaur, the uh, Lockwood Estate, uh, we see the real villain behind all this, Doctor Wu. What? Yeah, uh, again, I don't know when this guy went from being just a random scientist to being like the foremost authority on dino dino genetic splicing.
1: Guy's been studying. I don't know.
0: Again, weird. The guy who was literally in like two minutes of the Jurassic Park for the first Jurassic Park, now the most important person in this franchise.
1: I mean, he's had uh, he's had what uh, twenty five years of study.
0: Yeah, I guess studying. I guess what, I guess is where <laughs> is spending his spare time.
1: I mean, that's got to go through college. Got my got my doctorate.
0: Uh, so yeah, uh, they yeah. So Macy is now. Uh, she finds that the Plaza she is now locked in her room. We get a really painfully forced Trump joke like we did, like like we did movies for like we did a lot of movies for a little bit <laughs> after <laughs> we were elected uh so yeah they um, the mercenaries are able to unload these dinosaurs uh into the Lockwood estate without without making a single bit of noise.
1: Yeah, I mean the neighbors don't know this or not aware of this at notice? all.
0: Shit, Lockwood doesn't notice.
1: Yeah. Uh, neither
0: neither does neither does his servant.
1: This has to be like a Jeff Epstein type mansion, huh?
0: Yeah. So Maisie ends up telling Lockwood. Lockwood confronts uh, Lockwood. Lockwood confronts Mills, and he asks Mills to call the police. I'm gonna say that again. Mm. After confronting him with a crime, he just gently tells Mills. I want you to pick up that phone and call the police. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, Russell, you, you told me you committed a heinous crime. I'm like, you know what, Russell, that's very wrong. Why don't you turn yourself in? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Just because you asked nicely,
2: yeah, Just absolutely. You
0: nicely. Uh, so, yeah, as you can imagine, uh, Mills fucking kills Lockwood because, yeah, why wouldn't you?
1: And he smuzzle- smoth- smothers him with
0: a um, a pillow. Yeah. So that's kind the classic old way to go. Now, you would think we're, now uh, you think we're about hitting the beginning of the third act, right? Uh, I don't think we've hit it yet. No. No. We sure are, haven't. We're about we're about the halfway point. Yeah, like I am
1: ready at this point to say, "Okay, I'm done. I'm good." Yeah. Let's no, wrap it up.
0: We still have about an hour left of this movie. Uh, so, yeah, Maisie is trying to get out of the room. She does this like w- like trick to get the key out of the lock, which man, it's supposed to be an old house, but if it actually locks from the outside.
1: Yeah, and she can get a coat hanger in order to get this key to drop on a piece of paper. But she
0: does that and goes out the window anyways.
1: She didn't need to do that. Why are we, yeah, yeah we're so wa- again, was- more wasting time. What
0: was the point?
1: We're just waste of
0: time. Uh, but, yeah, Maisie sees the lock that Lockwood is dead, but then we see this, something a little off about Maisie. You see, uh, he he fires Iris, who apparently raised her and her mother, and she looks like it looks at a, a photo, and it looks just like her. Which I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't make anything of that the first time I saw it. I'll admit, it. I didn't. Make, I'm just like, okay, she looks like her mom. Uh, Fair enough.
1: Yeah, but I I thought, and it looked like the, but it looked like the lady that was raising her.
0: It was the it, razor, Yeah, it, it was Iris, but younger. So I'm just like, okay, she, yeah, she, looks, she, yeah, yeah. she looks like her mom. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, this. <laughs> oh, you, you, wait to see what the, you wait to see what they do with that.
1: This is this is the part here that I just I fucking just hate too.
0: Uh, but anyways, uh, so Owen <coughs> and Claire have to try and get out of the. Have to try and get out of the cage while the dinosaur auction is going on. Oh yeah, they're auctioning yeah. off dinosaurs to a bunch of cartoon characters. Yeah. What the fuck are they gonna? What the fuck are they? Look, look who's doing this! Like, what the fuck are they gonna do with dinosaurs? And on top of it like what did they bring in
1: order to to, to, to take it with them
0: yeah I mean we see some, we see some trucks but like they didn't they also like like black sedans
1: like sold okay now what am I gonna do with this thing yeah,
0: what, what, do, do, do I take it on walks or I mean
1: like uh, uh do I put does this thing fit in a plane like I don't know
0: <laughs> uh, anyway so they end they end up unloading uh, they they end up I'm sorry Owen and Claire use the help of a dinosaur in the next cage uh, to try and escape their uh, their own cage. Uh, it ends up working, and then we see like okay, we see the dinosaurs officially turn into cartoon characters. He does like the whole like thung, <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, no, you, you're you're all, you're all, you're, you're Tunes at this point. Like, you ain't di- you ain't no dinosaurs.
1: Yeah, it's like where are the dinosaurs at?
0: Yeah, so they end up, they end up meeting Maisie and. They, they end up meeting Maisie, who takes them to the top floor. Gainer trusts really quickly and takes him to the top floor to go and check out this, said, you know, this dinosaur auction going on. Uh, so the, the, the auction's over. They sell all their species. But then they, for some reason, decide to show, you know, coming attractions.
1: Yeah, I mean, duh.
0: Yeah, so they end up deciding to, you know, show this new dinosaur, genetically bred hybrid they got, the Indoraptor. Uh, this is the one they're talking about earlier. This is this, this is the this is the prototype, and the cool thing about this one is it, spo- it responds to command. If you take a, take a gun with a with a sonic laser on it, it responds to a sonic pulse and it will go kill that person. Yeah. Which, if you're going to go through the, pro- you would ask, you would ask why if you're going to go through throw a point a gun at somebody, why not just shoot them? But here's what I will ask instead. Why is this Why is this auction even in America? Because, yeah, they took a lot of trouble to take, take these dinosaurs to California. You know you know what's a couple hundred miles like you know, west of Isla, Isla, Isla Nubar? What would that be? Isla Sorna. What? Why is this auction not on Isla Sorna?
1: Because, I mean, wh- where are we going to fill the time? What are we going to do?
0: Not to mention how we are going to get dinosaurs in the U.S. for the next movie.
1: I mean, listen, we'll talk about the post-credits scene. We better be getting it. A-
0: yeah, well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, I, I, I think I think the response has been just ridiculous because like not only do you have to take this gun everywhere, but you got like haul this Raptor everywhere. Yeah, like like
1: this is the only gun that it responds to. Yeah,
0: th- yeah, this seems like a, this is like a massive. This like it seems like it seems much easier to shoot somebody if you're gonna do this.
1: My thing is, why don't you just do away with the sonic sound and just have it have it respond to the laser? Yeah. If it's gonna respond to it, it's gonna respond to it.
0: But but also but also like why, why even if you're not gonna sell it, why are you even showing it?
1: Well, and that's the other thing. But, well, they they weren't, and then all of a sudden it was like people started saying money, and then it was like, oh, well, why don't we just get rid of it? We can make twenty eight million dollars off of it. Why so not?
0: We we can always make more.
1: Yeah, we can always make more. Apparently, so. Uh,
0: so yeah, it's also, also another scene that like very easily could have been shaved down for time.
1: A lot of this movie could have been shaved down for time.
0: Yeah. So uh. <laughs> Uh, dinos, dinosaurs, ro- dinosaurs run amok. Uh, Owen ends up uh, crashing the dinosaur dinosaur auction. Wheatley, being the you know being the genius that he is, decides this is a good time to come in and <laughs> he's on, he's got that buffalo Bill Turner speech. I want my bonus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, decides he wants to take a take a take a two from the holy shit, murder source.
1: Yeah, because you're in a cage with it. What's going to happen, right?
0: What's your what we. What follows is surprisingly not the dumbest thing in the movie.
1: And the other thing is, is that thing really going to rip out a tooth that that's that big?
0: Yeah, but also, dumbest thing about this is first, dumbest thing about this whole sequence is the fact that he in the narrator straight up looks at, looks and smiles at the camera.
1: Yeah, like we know something that he doesn't know.
0: Like, oh, I'm going to get him, folks.
1: Oh, you wait, you wait. I'm, I'm wagging my tail. You see it? You'll see it.
0: Yeah. So by so yeah. So purely by being a fucking dumbass, we uh, Wheatley dies. Yeah. Uh, Which is pr- pretty great, though. Wheatley dies. Uh, Toby, <coughs> Toby Jones. Jo- Toby Jones and a bunch of other auctioneers uh, get get killed by the, by the Indominus. Uh admittedly, in a pretty funny way, I do like the thing where like his tail swings and breaks the elevator, so they can't get away. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the rest of this movie is basically just, like, it's like Luigi's Mansion, but with a dinosaur in it. <laughs> yeah. This thing's also, this thing's also a fucking, just, the, the ultimate killing machine, this dinosaur's a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Like, this thing it's keep in mind, Orafton is about from a mile away, yet you can't find him when he's, like, five feet in front of you.
1: Yeah, it's like, well, what good are you?
0: Yeah, so, man, up. Uh, they, end up, they end up escaping. Maisie runs off, and the, the, interrupter, ch- the interrupter chases her because, yeah, you know, it. Ch- chase the little snack to the two larger meals right in front of you. Yeah. Uh, this is when we get the dumbest and possibly most pointless twist in the entire film.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, this, yeah, I just, I can't.
0: It comes right the fuck out of nowhere. Eli Mills reveals why John Hammond and Benjamin Lockwood split. Uh, Reason is because, uh, because of their reason, the one you you genetics. Uh, Turns out Lockwood never had a granddaughter. He wanted his daughter back, so Maisie is not his granddaughter. Maisie is a clone. Yep, she's a replica. It's so stupid. What is it because it just it's just pointless? Like it, 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 it's the thing you could literally just cut out of the movie and it'd be no different. But it doesn't yeah, again it
1: doesn't it doesn't drive plot doesn't, at all. No,
0: it doesn't play into anything.
1: Like you can make her a gerbil. It doesn't matter. like it does again, it doesn't drive anything. It doesn't change you know what I mean?
0: I was like, what also like, what did he think was gonna happen? <laughs> she was gonna like oh I'm I'm a clone?
1: Huh. Yeah, I just, I'll just, go I just
0: here. I'll just go with you with you then.
1: It, yeah, it's just oh this is so bad.
0: It's, yeah, it's fucking yeah, it's fucking no, like, yeah, like I said, like it, it's 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 stupid because I mean, all no, like, there are hints you in here and there, but you never guess it because it doesn't tie into any of the character motivations. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's 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 a twist because, but it's a twist that like you wouldn't put together because it's not even on the radar, like at all.
0: Yeah, but also something was something was clearly wrong in the cloning process because this kid who was smart enough to you know unlock her own door and climb and you know get out a window like she's Nathan Drake or some shits. Uh, decides that an acceptable hiding place would be under the covers.
1: Yeah, because uh, nobody's going to look for you there, especially when you're not even under the covers. Your face is still exposed.
0: Yeah, but especially like when this yeah, when raptor can clearly see you and clearly smell you and is like, looking right at you.
1: <sighs> Where's the motor oil when you need to dump it on you?
0: Yeah, where is the motor oil? Jeez. Yeah, and I also love how you know when this thing's been like an efficient killing machine the entire time. When it's in his house, it turns into Ghostface from Scream.
1: Yeah, it's like, hey, here I am, boo.
0: Yeah, it's the, yeah it's the big, the biggest klutz in the in the entire Jurassic franchise. Yeah, it's like Marmaduke. Uh, but anyways, I not to mention o, like Owen when he tries to shoot this thing, it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like and he and he ends up like like leaning against the wall to get away from it. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: Yeah, because that that would be a good spot. P- post yourself up against the wall so you have nowhere yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, you,
0: know, you can go out the window, go out the door, but no, get get against the wall. Yeah, the <laughs> you were in the navy. <laughs> uh, but blue showed up to say the day, so you think now they got the door? Nope, out the window. Yeah, because of course. Uh, this is where we end up on the roof. You got the Latin choir singing because oh yeah, this is important. <laughs> Uh, and then we see uh, Blue and the Indoraptor go at it one last time. Indoraptor falls through the glass and then fall on this, like, triceratops skeleton. Impaled, the thing is now dead.
1: Uh, perfectly placed, by the way. Perfectly placed. And Blue doesn't get hit?
0: Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, meanwhile, in the, in, the underground, in the underground lab, uh, we got a bit of a problem because there's a toxic gas leak, so if they don't get it out, all the dinosaurs are going to die. What? So they sh- uh, Claire ends up letting all the dinosaurs out of their cage, and they're contemplating whether or not to press the big red, cartoony button that's going to open the doors to let them free.
1: Come on, they they have to press it, don't they? Uh,
0: I don't know why. You don't just push that button first, let the gas out. Yeah. Uh, but you know, one of the mature decisions of this movie, they decide to you know stop messing with nature. And that their love of animals is not worth the millions of people who are going to die because of these things. So they decide not to push the button. <laughs> Good thing you have my little sociopath to push the button. Yeah, I mean, she's going to do it, though. <laughs> yes, uh, she decides to push the button let the dinosaurs free because, her reasoning, they're alive like uh, like me.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: they're about to eat a lot of little girls like you too. yes uh dinosaurs are free killer dinosaurs are free and they are coming towards your home (laughs) they're coming towards your home and they're gonna fucking eat you all because (laughs) of this of this kid
1: lock your doors
0: (laughs) hide your kids hide your wife (laughs) also i think i also think every i think every character's one took stupid every character's one took stupid pills because there's a dinosaur stampede eli mills decided the best place to hide is under the van
1: yeah, because you couldn't possibly get trapped in there.
0: Yeah, and also, you know, dinosaurs, there's no way a dinosaur could step on this thing.
1: Yeah, or move it out of the way to make you exposed.
0: Uh, but yeah, and this is where things get teed up. Dinosaurs are now, they're now free to wreak havoc in the U.S. and take over the world. They play like it's big global threat, but you think about it, like, they are only, like, what, 40 different dinos from, like, 11 different species? Yeah. I don't think this is the big global threat they want it to be, but they're playing it off like it is, and you end up with the classic line, Welcome to Jurassic World.
2: Oh, yep. okay.
0: All because of this, of this tyke. <laughs> Lots of innocent men, women, and children are going to die. All because of Maisie.
1: Unbelievable.
0: I want to bundle you up and call you my little psychopath. <laughs> and, you know, if he thought that was enough, this one actually does have a post credit scene. Uh, and not revealing any plot from the next movie or any you know, potential potential you know, characters for the next film. No, this is a plot point. This is a scene revealing pteranodons in Vegas. And so. that's it. So yes, the next film is promising us Vegas, and as far as we see right now, they are not delivering.
1: I better get a Vegas shot.
0: You better get Vegas. But yeah, that was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Russell, final thoughts?
1: This might be the war. this this in Lost World. Might, I I don't know how to rank um, out of all of them. I think this is goes right up there with Lost World. Uh, they're both equally bad. Um, I don't know. So as I guess as, as closing this out, I will say Jurassic Park, obviously the OG uh, Jurassic World. And then I would go JP three. I will put. Uh, uh, let's see I'll put I'll put lost world I'll put this one last I think this one's really
0: bad this one, um, this one is just all this one's all like the worst parts of the last of the last three
1: yeah I mean it's just it's like a showcase of,
2: of, of, of,
1: of boredom of bad you know yeah. um, they just undo everything everything everything's the opposite of what you think it would be just no direction in this film this film has no identity no, you know nothing uh, Every, everything undoing what like the first one built. Um, it's just, just just awful. Not a good movie.
0: Yeah, just like stu- stupid thing after stupid thing after stupid thing. It's, just, it's it's relentless. It never takes a break.
1: No, and there's not a whole lot of action. Like there's there are a couple you know dinosaur scenes, but for the most part, there's a lot of like a dead time. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's paced it's paced horribly. The last half of the movie feels like it goes on forever. Yeah. And yeah, honestly, I feel like I'd probably rather watch Jurassic Park three than this. At least it's shorter. Oh, absolutely. Which, yeah, which means cra- I mean, crazy for you to say because like you 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 would swear up and down you're like no. That's not Oh, the
1: dude, mess. yeah, absolutely. I, I think it was it was because of our our March Madness that we do uh, our series study where uh, yeah, I, I definitely have a different appreciation, I guess appreciation. i put in quotes of uh, JP three, but uh, it's clearly not the worst in the franchise. But it's, um, it's
0: far, far, far from the best. Yeah, yeah. Man, I think this is the biggest problem with this film is yeah, it, it just get it just goes all in on the stupid elements and just it no, nothing nothing lands, nothing connects. The char- the character moments don't work. The dinosaur moments a lot of times don't work. Yeah, it's just it's just so many elements that just don't come together in the slightest, which sucks because you know I think J Bone is a, a, a very talented filmmaker. But the, yeah this he just couldn't make any, couldn't make anything out of this, I think uh Chavar and Connolly still wrote the script for they did they did still yeah. write the script, and they are both coming back to do Jurassic world Dominion uh,
1: which i i i am mixed about like i I don't have any expectations for this one
0: no I, I i don't either this this one like this one literally killed my enthusiasm for the Jurassic park franchise,
2: yeah
0: <sighs> but yes, uh either way the table is set is now set for Jurassic world Dominion. Look, we've we've seen how low the bar can get. Do you think do you think it's gonna be worse than Lost World?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say no.
0: I'd be impressed if they made something worse than Lost World. Honestly, I
1: mean, I you'd have to really try super hard. I, I think this movie is gonna be mi- middle of, of you know middle of the road. But uh, I don't have much uh, hope in it. But I, I think I think it'll be better than a Lost World.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think so too. Again, I'd be impressed if it didn't. Hopefully they can you know dig something out of this as as some kind of value. That's gonna do it for us here today. notorious by chance, uh, Russell, I'll plug before head up.
1: Yeah, notorious by chance is the Facebook group. Go ahead and get there. That's where we put our polls up. We won't be putting one up next week, but we'll be back to the polls the week after. Guys can also find us on YouTube, notorious by chance.
0: Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and to underscore 91. Check out the Movistarish uh, Modown where I do compete. My match recently just went public. First of all, gonna be you can go and check that out if you like. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we will see you next week where we review the Best Picture winner, Coda. We will see you then.